This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Yo, let's just start now, man. Listen, man, I know you were you, you sounded like you already wanted to get something off your chest. We're, we're back here yeah. at the pod. We're six and two. It's not a victory week. It was a tough loss to the Seattle Seahawks. Don't let this pod fool you. The, the spirits are still high. Yes. But we got to get what we got to get off our chest. Yeah. Off our chest. Absolutely. What did you think about the game, man? They lost 27-13. It's just like, it like come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Like. Yeah. Oh no, man. Gino looked like Pat Mahomes. Richie uh, James Halloween must have took early. the Seahawks. Richie James took the Hawks. I guess he had some bills to pay. I don't know yeah. what the hell was going on with that. Um, I mean, wow. I've never seen somebody I haven't seen somebody lose a game like that since Evan. I thought we got rid of yeah. Evan Ingram because you know, yeah, he was losing those games. <laughs> yeah. Now we got Richie James. We got Pat Mahomes dressed as Geno Smith for Halloween. Um <laughs> And honestly, I don't. I was just pissed off because the whole time I was just like, it felt like the way we lost to the Cowboys. Honestly, like it was just like, Gino just didn't mess up. Yeah, like, I mean, he's been lights out. Our this defense year. didn't really. Yeah, he has been. And I guess our defense just didn't make enough. No, and you know, I can't even say our defense didn't make enough noise. Like we got some big stops that we could have turned around and made something out of on offense, and we just didn't capitalize at all. So it's like it was our offense. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess our, our defense only could do so much to stop this absolutely scorching hot Geno Smith. Again, yeah. so. Like, I don't have anything bad to honestly say about the defense. Their run defense was improved. Like, they held they held Kenny Walker to to fifty one yards rushing, two point eight yards per carry, which is not good. They 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 contain the run pretty well, but the like the defense did what they were supposed to do in a sense. There's only so much you can do when the offense is playing as bad as it was. And Richie James is literally letting Selling. balls hit him off the face on punt return. Selling. Oh my God. That was brutal. Like, I don't know what happened. Literally selling. It was, he got that the was yips. When he was, he ain't hurt. I'm buying that. Yeah. Like buying he, it. He had if you fumble twice on punt return, that second one, you you gotta be hurt or else you you're gotta like, act like you're dead. You gotta act like you you're actually dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That like, was it. Like, I actually don't blame him at all. I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, Ugh! yeah. Ugh! I would have acted like I was dead. The replay. Yeah. So I would have acted like I was I would have got caught at all. <laughs> if they would have came up to me, I would have been like, I can't move anything. Caught me off. Then as soon I as I got shit in the myself, fucking... maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, I would have done something dramatic to just completely avoid any of the repercussions from literally blowing the game and fumbling twice on punt when we needed the damn the ball. Game. Like simple as that. He blew the game. It's um, insane. Oh man. But yeah. We have to get so, the bad stuff out. Yeah. We got to get the bad stuff. Yeah. Out. Like Saquon didn't play that out. well. Um, no, he didn't play that well. He was, uh, he did everything he could though. Like, yeah, he did, did maybe a little bit. I guess he reverted a little tiny bit, so a little bit more dancing and less hole hitting. But there were still some runs there that he made something out of nothing. Exactly, for sure. It's like I don't mind when he, when he whenever he's doing that. It's not like him scared to you know hit or 
wanting whatever else. That's him just trying to – he's trying to get the most out of every play. That's yeah. how I look at those. Um, sometimes when – and he also – he's not losing yards on those anymore. Like, maybe he'll miss a hole and, like, be dancing a little bit. But, like, it's not like he's, like, you know, like a couple of years ago, right when he came back from injury, like, he was, like, literally getting the ball in the backfield and dancing around losing his yards. Like, and that's not happening anymore. Yeah. Um, that's the only negative thing I would even, I guess, say about Saquon, but, like, it's not his fault. Like, Yeah, I don't have much negative to say about him. He only had 20 carries for 53 yards. He still had a touchdown. They're just loading that, like, what he's doing, what he's able to do every week with the amount that they're just loading the box and game planning for him every single week, every single team, is still incredible. There's going to be games like this where there just isn't anything there. The Seahawks played extremely well against him, and – yeah, it just wasn't – there was nothing there. Like, Daniel Jones, he he didn't really do anything of note. Like, I won't knock him. Again, I don't fully put the blame on Daniel Jones, but he missed some throws that could have been really game-changing for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. And – doesn't have anybody still. Like, yeah, like he doesn't have anyone to throw. Like, Slayton is doing his best to step up. He, he had 66 yards on five catches. But other than that, it's like Wandale Robinson was invisible, which is which is fine. It's a rookie. Um, but yeah, there's nothing there. Like, how much can you ask of a guy who can't you who just doesn't have anybody on the team that you can just throw it up to yeah, and like, be like, like, yo, that's my guy? It's like you everybody wants to be all happy when we're winning those games and stuff. And you can't be pissed at them when we lose a game like that against the Seahawks team that I think this this year in the NFL is weird. It's not even like I get besides like, you know, when you get past the the Chiefs and the Bills and the Eagles, it's like, who is really, really good? Like, are the Seahawks good? They've had some good games with some good teams. They've lost to some bad teams. And that's the trend a lot this year, I think, with a lot of teams. Look at the Bengals. The Bengals look like they were going to be back to Super Bowl Bengals a week ago. They lost to the Browns on Monday. So it's like, you can't really tell. So that, I don't think there's any way people could put any type of blame on DJ. Look, It's like, it goes both ways. Like, it's like, oh my God, he did incredible. Look what he's working with. But then people are like, Oh my God, he looked awful last week. Look what he's working with. Like, yeah, you know, lightning can only strike so many times. Yeah, it's tough to. Yeah, it's definitely tough to just have any kind of like you. You hate to just have excuses all the time for someone, but it's like you see the difference between Gino, who's having this electric year, and having these savage playmakers like DK Metcalf, who's been a little hurt, and and Lockett. They're lit. Like having those two receivers is just so much better than having a disgruntled. Not even I wouldn't say he's disgruntled, but like having Darius Slayton and you're now you're on your backup tight end. You got Tanner Hudson, who still played kind of well. Um, but there's just no there's no playmakers. Like the Giants have no receivers or tight end playmakers anymore, like big splash dudes that you can just throw the ball up to in crunch time and pray to God that they do something. There's none of that there. The trade deadline has come and go. We both said it. We both said we don't think the Giants are going to make a move, and they didn't because there's there's no room for them to make a move right now in terms of, like, cap space, and and you just want to hold on to your assets right now. I get that. Like, this season has been such a shock to everybody. I don't think anybody knew the Giants would be 6-2. and We probably thought – at this point of the deadline, we'd be selling everybody. I, if you started the year, you said at the deadline that we were probably going to be trading people. I figured we'd be trading Saquon Barkley by now and trading all these dudes because we'd be selling our team off because we'd be playing bad. But now we're six and two, and people wanted to be in a position where we were buying for a player, buying for a receiver. But there just wasn't 
there wasn't anything there wasn't anything really that they could have done i don't think like i I didn't expect what did you uh did you see i saw a lot of judy stuff did you uh do any deep diving on that i did see some judy stuff and then there was like no movement on that i think the price was just too like they were probably asking for at least a second round he had a hell of a game like yeah he played well i mean he's still a young like first round draft he's still good russ has just been playing like poop yeah russ is just poop like he's still good the price for him was probably too high, and I think I like I where mean, the head was at. Claypool was like went high... for a second round pick. Yeah, insane, insane. There's, got, there's like other guys like that out there that we could have tried to snag, probably. Like, yeah, like I put like like if you really think about it, like kind of crazy. Like Claypool, like DJ Moore, and like Judy are kind of all in the same position. Like, obviously skilled receivers that were just in like really shitty positions. Yeah, which is what I think we were aiming for essentially. Because I know at one point, like we were talking about, like yeah, it would be great to get DJ Moore. But I don't know. I guess the price is too high, and uh, you know what happens when the price is too high, and you're broke, you don't get it. Yeah, you just don't get it. And like you just don't get it. And I don't hate them like waiting until they're like we have to wait until the offseason. We 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 are sticking to our plan. Like we're not going to start selling our draft picks. Yeah, no, it's not. That would have been a panic if we would have done some crazy trade. That might have put us a step back in terms of panic button, uh, panic button mode. Yeah. Um, we didn't want to, we don't want to show the like from an organizational standpoint, like show our fan base or our players that we're hitting the like panic button. Like, if we would have done some crazy shit. Like, draft picks are so valuable in the NFL. It's actually insane. Yeah, it's insane. Like, and the fact that we were able to, like, the more that it's, the more. I move the more I'm just loving that we were able to get a third round and a six round pick, two more picks for Kadarius Tony. Like we still did make that move. It wasn't around the deadline, but right before the deadline. And I think that was a, just a great move. Like, I don't know. Like he didn't want to play for the giants, whatever it was. Like he just fully didn't want to play. And he was super disgruntled. Whatever the hell the reason was, he would not get on the field. And we were able to get some value from him. Probably the yeah. most value that we could have gotten. And I think you're right. I don't know. We we knew going into this year that this was going to be our guys. These were going to be the guys that we were going to just have to to brawl it out with due to Dave Gettleman strapping us completely to the teeth and yeah. we have absolutely zero money. These are our guys this year. And that's it. And and um Yeah, it's it's just tough to come off a loss like but but you still have to be pumped that we're going into the bye week. We're in the bye week now and we're 6 and 2. Yeah, what else can right. you ask for? Yeah, it's really like, yeah. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, we got all the bad stuff out of the way. We're still sitting pretty. This bye week, again, I've been talking about it for weeks. It's going to be huge for us. Um, start off with another happy note. All of our boys were partying together. That was sick. I love that. Oh, that kind sick. of stuff fires me up. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Williams posted, you know, a barrage of uh, Halloween party photos <laughs> and they yeah. just look like boys. The culture's there, uh, yeah. undoubtedly. Didn't say D- didn't see DJ there, but it might end up in his speed. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that wasn't DJ a, speed. Yeah, I don't think it was his speed. It looked like a it looked like a it looked pretty much looked like the whole defense had a party and invited yeah. Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw Kenny G though in there too, which is like I, I guess Kenny G is still getting pissed drunk with the boys but like yeah all right he's getting paid he, he i hope yeah. he paid for the party yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> if you're making yeah. a bunch of money at least pay for the party for the boys grinding 
Yeah, he better have thrown the whole party. He better have been like, yo, <laughs> I'm putting on. Yo, like, don't, like, no BYOB. Like, I got yeah. everything. Like, like, I got the girls. I got the booze. I got the food. <laughs> everything, boys. This is on me. Yeah, bro. I can't catch a football, so I'll throw some parties. Yeah, he's got to be putting on. Like, he was just fully. Let's talk about Kenny G for a minute. We need Kenny G, bro. Like, <laughs> okay, what do you need him? Bro, like. What is up? What's up? Hey, what Kenny, happened, what's up? dude? Kenny, it's shine up. Where are you at? Yo, where are you what's at, up? dog? Is this is he gonna be good after this week? Is he gonna retire? Like, I don't understand what's, going what's on? happening. I don't know, man. Also, I literally told you last week if you go on fantasy, literally Canarius Tony, he's only projected 2.6 points, but not even a questionable max to his name. Yep, he's healthy. Oh, okay. Oh, he's just healthy. Oh, he's healthy now. Oh, cool. Cool. He's just fully healthy. So he, was, he, wasn't. he for sure wasn't going to play on Sunday if he was on the on the Giants, but but freaking Monday morning hits and the cue was removed next to his thing. That's good. Him and Kenny Galladay were just hanging, just chilling together. Just like, yo, we both- weren't even chilling. I feel like Canary Tony literally almost just wasn't even on the Giants at this point. I feel like he just, yeah. I don't know. But we need Kenny G back, dude. We need him, like, like whatever. He, like, He's in just like, oh, my God, dude. Like, isn't he like, he can just go off. It's like he was playing. He used to be nasty. Like, I don't know why he just, like, can't catch anymore. Just looks terrible now. Yeah, I, mean, like, I, I guess don't he's know. just not even good anyway. But, like, I guess from a from a literal statistical view, like, in his mind, he should be like, wow, like, if I play right now, there's literally – Richie James now just shot himself in the foot. Yeah. So he's like, I'm competing with Darius Slayton and like David Sills. Yeah. Like, to get, to get like his targets are going to be, I mean, I know DJ's not throwing the ball 60 times a game, but you would imagine that if he's trying to play the numbers game, they're in his favor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, that's, a, that's another thing. We'll see next Wednesday. We will see where we're at with the Kenny G situation. Where yeah. else are we at? Because now he's got the whole body. He's got a whole long period. Got a of time whole to rest. long week, brother. Get your rest life up. together. You're still chill enough to. You're still chilling with the with the homies. You're still going to the parties, yeah. and shit. So like, you're still, you're still pulling up to the party. So like, you're still about the culture. So it's just confusing to me where the disconnect is. Like, I don't yeah, know like that's I'm, the thing. Yeah, that's that's such a good point. Like, he wouldn't have even like he clearly has a relationship with these guys. Like. I'm sure that he's been on another team. Like he's also an older dude and normal. I'm sure he has plenty of other friends that felt like this is a mandatory Halloween party. Yeah. He chose exactly. to go to a party with his teammates. Yeah. So like, yeah, you're right. Like it's, it's got it. So what is it? What's going on? I don't know what it is, man. I don't, I, I didn't know what it was with Kadarius Tony and I don't know what it is with him, but you know, hopefully coming out of the bye week, hopefully he plays, you know, Slade's been players? stepping up. He's been doing everything that he can. I'll give Slade. Oh yeah, he has been his flowers the last few weeks. He's been he's been fighting, um, when it looked like he was going to get cut at the beginning of this year. So, I got a lot of love for Slayton, but yeah, dude, it was. I mean, the good news is, is we got the bye, and then coming out of the bye week, we got the Texans and the Lions, who both have one win. So it's I mean, like. We can just pop real quick to getting right back. We had a two-game road stretch where we played in Jacksonville and Seattle, and now we got the bye, and then we're just going to be right back at home playing the Texans. We got to beat the piss out of them coming out of the bye. 
we have two weeks to prepare for one of the worst teams in the NFL. We better destroy them. I want to, I want to win. That's more than one score for the first time this year. It can be just yeah. beat them up. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too worried about that either. I think that that's exactly what we need. I think it will happen. And I think what we need is our linemen to get healthy. This is big for our linemen. Um, uh, you know, Saquon, like I said, was getting banged up a little bit, but I think he's fine now. He was partying. Yeah, I don't want to use the partying thing. I don't want to over, you know, be the dead horse to the partying thing. I've been to plenty of parties. I've <laughs> yeah. had concussions or whatever in my life. It's a completely different aspect. But what I was going to ask is, do you think, like, just on the Kenny G thing, like, do you think he just genuinely has a problem with, like, upper management? Like, do you, you know, like, when you work at a job, like you and your coworkers are like talking shit about like the boss and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, that happens. Like in like, because like it wouldn't like in college sports. Like obviously, it's like I mean, even in college sports, that that happens. Like I like you know, like people. Do you think like they, I don't know? They all kind of feel the same, but there's just some guys that don't have to worry about it. Like I'm sure like Dexter Lawrence or Lenny Williams and or even Saquon and Kenny G could feel the same about whoever about mm-hmm. whatever coach on the team and they can talk shit about him. But at the end of the day, it's not, it affects them differently, I guess. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that could be the disconnect right there. That could be it. And it's like, well, that's just going to be normal. Like all these Dave Gettleman guys that are still around, like trying to find, trying to carve out their role with this yeah. new regime that's in here. And it's like, some people are going to fit in. Some people just it's like aren't. being a foster kid that just doesn't get adopted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Kadarius Tony just did not fit in. Like there was no. something that was not vibing. Like the something either whether it was with him or with with the new regime, something was not vibing there. And and it could be similar to Kenny. Like I don't know. Like I assume that it's either sink or swim, man. Like all these players, whether you're with Gettleman or not, some of them due to just like cap restrictions and stuff had to be cut. But all these guys have had a shot to change what you're doing. You're going to be new in this system. We're going to use you a different way than the past few years. And you can sink or swim. You can buy into this and get excited about it and join in on this freight train. That's rolling down with a six and two team that on paper, this team is terrible when you look at it and they're six and two. Yeah. It's like, do people care about winning, man? Yeah, that's what's confusing. It's like you can't say anything. Whatever happened with Kadarius Tony, it's like, yo, it's a little shady because it's like we were winning and like doing well, and you didn't want to be a part of that. So what's the vibe there? It's like, what were you doing or thinking? And Kenny might just be hurt. I don't know. He might genuinely just be hurt. So who knows? But I don't know what the hell the vibe is with Kenny either. It's just yeah, it's true. It's just we're just going to have to see how it plays out after the bye week. If he's still not ready to play coming into the Texans game. and When do we we hit the official, like, like when does it become just worrisome? I don't get why there's such a lack of information. Yeah, it's hard to find information about what was going on with him and Kadarius Tony, especially. It's like those are just two question marks launched up in the air and just no one has any idea what's happening with either of them. And... I mean, the good yo. You want to you want to talk about some good news though? Yeah, let's talk about good news. He didn't play that much, but Nick Gates is back, and he's just a menace. And he came back and he played a couple of plays, and he opened up a massive hole for Saquon on the touchdown. 
I think when he gets more back into the rotation, that's our center. Like he was a good offensive lineman who just fought. He was nasty, nasty player. And he's back. He's he's he fought back from this crazy injury. And I think he's going to be a welcome addition to this offensive line. Like, I think you're right, dude. I think you're right that he's back. Um, It's going to be really exciting. Maybe he can move back into center. And we can John Feliciano could go back to guard, um, what, whatever that's going to be. Because Ben Bradison, even though he, he kind of sucks, he's out. So like, there's there's an open spot on that interior O line, and and I think Nick Gates is ready. It's going to have another week fill to that void to swoop I mean, in and I, fill it. You know, I love the the next man up next man up mentality thing. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's whatever. Whatever. Like at this point, it's just everybody has to be doing whatever it takes for us to win. Like, there's no other way around it. And yeah, we're not worried at all. Um, I mean, yeah. the Seahawks lost things. The two losses we have sting, but they're not – I guess they're not – they're not worrisome to me, really. No, um, they're not. I think that you this is going to be – win every single game. You can't be perfect no. every single game. Like – No, no, they're not They're not worrisome. Teams lose. I mean, it's happened this year, like – and, and again, the NFL this year, I feel as though it's weirder than I've seen it in a while. Yeah, weirdest uh, year by a little bit far. Of, I guess we could open it up and talk about other stuff. We're on a bye week, so um, like you, you, it's just I think we're starting to see a phase come to an end. I think that as you could see, the Packers are a hot mess. Rodgers is a hot mess. Brady's a hot mess on and off the football field. Poor guy. Don't really care too much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Um, but you, you have that happening. You have, you know, Matt Ryan just got benched, right? For Sam Ellinger. Yeah, Matt Ryan I mean, just got benched, man. You can only hang on to the dinosaurs for so long. You only can. They become extinct. Crazy. History repeats itself. Yeah. It's and crazy. Now, it's like saying, a new regime. If the dinosaurs all, you know. Got rocked by meteors. That's not going to happen to yeah. No. To, to, to Rogers and Brady, but yeah, you know, they're getting they're getting filtered out, man. And I think that now it's just I think now all the records are reflecting people trying to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. A lot of new coaches, a lot of new people, and like power roles, like essentially, like conferences just changed. The divisions just changed so much. Like everybody was like, Oh my God, the AFC South is going to be, or was that the AFC South or the AFC West? They thought everybody thought it was going to be ridiculous. Everyone just thought the AFC in general, including myself, yeah. was going to be stacked to the brick. Like, I was like, wow, the Raiders look good. Like Derek Carr is good enough. Like they just got Devonte Adams. Like they, Josh Jacobs, who's actually playing mad good this year. Like that's going to be tough. The Broncos people were like, I saw, I was literally seeing tweets of like people taking the Broncos to like come out of that division, like winning. Yeah. Like, and I was I was like, wow, it's not a bad bet at all. Like, those are pretty good odds. Like, and then you have yeah, it was the AFC West, by the way. It was the AFC, AFC West, right? Yeah, with, with, the, with the, the Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, right? Chiefs, Broncos, Broncos. Yeah. Going into this like, year yeah, looked insane. A, I was like, oh, wow, Chargers look not that good either. Like, it's just, it's just such a weird year. Like every year, like going in, it's like these guys have been good, and they Herbert's been average. Yeah, Carr's been bad. He didn't even yeah. throw a touchdown last week. Yeah, Carr's been bad. Russell That's been a Wilson messy. has been yeah. awful. I mean, yeah. the only people who really seem like themselves still are Mahomes, Allen, Jalen Hurts. I can't think of anybody else that's like really 
coming to the top of my head like that. Lamar I mean, Jackson's still like fighting. He's still, yeah, he's he's still fighting, I guess. I guess good. it's more of like a, a Raven thing. But then again, like, Lamar made some bonehead moves against us. Lamar yeah, he lost did. in that game against us. Like, yeah, he did. He turned the ball over twice and lost, yeah. lost in the game for sure, which is crazy. Yeah. So I think that it's just a, I think it's a weird year. But this is why I think the G Men are in such a good spot. We're six and two. Literally this bye week, I'd be like, yo, like we're six and two. Like I know there's teams that are scary out there, but like there's also teams that people think are scary that are not scary. Yeah. Like we could really make some noise. Like we could yeah. make some noise. Uh the Cowboys looked good with that with Dak back. They did. Mm-hmm. But they not did. scary. They're one of those teams I'm talking about that they're just not that scary. Yeah, like I think we can beat them. Like I, I think we can beat them. I think we can beat them. They they do have a lot of talent on that team, but still, it's we were we were right in that game. I know they didn't have Dak, but we were right in that game. And then, yeah, so that that's going to be our first probably tough matchup coming out of the bye. That's right after we have the Texans, then we have the Lions, and then we got the Cowboys. So that's going to be hopefully we could be eight and two heading into that Cowboys matchup. That would be electric. That'd be nice, right? And that'd be really nice. I mean. We couldn't get a receiver yet. I knew that we wouldn't. It's really tough this year to not have, like, like really any, like, I don't know, any notable kind of receiver. Like, our, our, like these fringe guys that were almost cut on our team are, like, guys that are just, like, stepping up and trying to put on. Like, we really have no like, receiver in sight. Like, Do we have, like, on paper, the, like, would, would you, I guess not factual, but, like, in your opinion, do we have the worst receiving for yeah, like with all the injuries, losing Sterling Shepard and like right, like last week, like what we put out there, not like yeah, it's got to be before. It's got to be right. It's got to be like Wandell Robinson is good, but like he's still just trying to get comfortable and figure it out. Like he's just. I mean, half anybody outside of New York probably doesn't even really know who he is. Yeah, and like no one definitely knows who he is. He's second, like not a lot of people probably know outside of the fan base of the Giants, like he was a second round rookie. Um, he's been injured the whole beginning of the year. And so he's just still trying to figure it out. Like he definitely doesn't have his, like have his bearings yet. So like we're trotting out like, yeah, like, I mean, David Sills and like Marcus Johnson, who's just like, like, he's just a burger. I feel like, like, I don't know. Like, he's yeah. just like, he's not good. Like, obviously like it's clear that he's not good. Yeah. He's getting so much targets and so much snaps. Like, no, you're right. You're actually just right. Like he finished the last game with six targets, one catch for three yards. It's like, I'm not trying to put the guy on blast, but it's like. Those are a couple drops, not a couple bit. And maybe he had a couple drops the week before. Like Those are a couple drops. He had two brutal drops the week before. Yeah, like. And it's tough, man. It is tough. You're right. But, But that's how this whole year's been. It's just been a. It's just been a grind. And and everyone, like you said, the people who are playing well are stepping up and playing their role and doing whatever they need to do to win. And that's what teams have been doing. That's what Daniel Jones has been doing a lot this year. You know, we're at the bye week now, so it's kind of like a midseason little break here. I guess let's close it out by just saying, let's close it out by, by, by talking about who you've been most impressed with now that we've midway through the year and who you've been, who's been the biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh most impressed with 
I'm going to give a shout out to Andrew Thomas just for absolutely like obviously he made a big leap last year. Um, and then he just he's solidifying himself as just one of the best linemen in the NFL. Yeah. So I'm definitely most impressed with with it with AT. Uh, I got to give him that. And I guess least impressed with. Uh, like how can you not? How can you not say? Like he hasn't even played that much. But how can you not say Kenny Galladay? <laughs> yeah, it's hard not. Like it's like I'm like trying to figure somebody else. Like I'm gonna put somebody else on blast to save Kenny. Yeah, it's Kenny. It's Kenny. I'm least impressed with Kenny. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. Literally, he hasn't had one good game in a Giant jersey. Not no. one. What's impressive? There, there, it's actually, there's literally I can't name one impressive thing that he's done for us. No, I can't he's name one impressive thing. So. I'm least impressed by him. I'm most impressed by Andrew Thomas coming out, doing his job every week, wanting to win. That's he seems like a real competitor. If you're a real competitor, I'm impressed with you, and I like you. Yeah, if you're not until you know Kenny Galladay shows us his true colors. I guess I have he, he's 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 my least impressed. He's least yeah. impressed with me. Yeah, can't do it. I'd like to agree with you. I'd like to agree with you, but I, I'd like to go in a different direction. If we're going to pick two different players, I'm going to try to pick two different players. I would definitely say that I'm most impressed. Probably, like, honorable mention, I also just want to say I'm impressed with Daniel Jones, like, truly doing everything he can yeah. in a situation with his ability, like, in a situation with no receivers and not the yeah. best offensive line. There's specific players, obviously, Andrew Thomas playing well, but a lot of a lot of the rest of the line has been up and down. And he's still doing literally everything he can to 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 try to win. But I want to say Dexter Lawrence, I think I'm most impressed with. Just like coming into this year, him just yeah. leveling up and just being way better. I think we've talked about that before, too. Just him being a complete beast. And then, yeah, least impressed with Kadarius Tony too. Like I talked about him all year. He is he was the most talented player on the Giants receiving wise. And he just didn't really care enough or didn't really want to buy in enough to the, to the team. <clears throat> and then he was clearly traded for a reason. I, I mean, I think yeah. they really did keep that whole situation under wraps. I think it was a little bit more like, I think there just wasn't a good relationship at all. And I yeah. don't think like there, I think they're just keeping all that under wraps. Like there's nothing out there about that, but there's no other reason. Yeah. I guess there's no reason for them to bring it. To surface too. Besides, like, there's no reason to surface it. Yeah, if you can keep it under wraps, yeah. you may as well. But like, because because the culture like, is like, still great this year, there's no point. Yeah, like the only reason to really bring it to surface would to essentially just put Canary's Tony on blast. Because yeah, but whatever. Uh, he's essentially a kid still. Holmes. Yeah, he's a kid, man. And you know, like you want to not and do I, well, but at the same time, he's just a kid. Like. Yeah, I, I'm not rooting against him, I guess. Yeah, I'm not going to root like, I also feel like he – and, again, I think he's super talented. We've said this before, but I don't know. It's it's like uh, he could if, – if his thing was here, he couldn't find, like, his home kind of thing. Like, he couldn't get comfortable. I don't know. Going into a Chiefs team like this, where obviously the only major change was at receiver for them, I think it's going to be tough to find a home, too, coming in mid – mid-season to this Chiefs team because I think you still have guys like Juju, uh, McCole Hardman. Um, and McCole Hardman's been there and like it's almost like still like Mahomes is having tryouts for who his new favorite toy is going to be. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like 
it's like, I don't know. I don't think that's going to be any better of a situation for him. I don't know if he cares about football enough for the longevity of his career, but, and I'm not saying that the Giants was the place where, you know, he was going to have some Hall of Fame career, but I don't know. Um, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, man. I guess we'll see. We'll see. We're heading into the bye. You said we got to get to the bye week. We're at the bye week. We can rest now for a bit, get some players back, hopefully. We got a lot of people still injured. Freaking Evan Neal, Ben Bradison, the, the list goes on and on. We got a ton of injuries up and down, and we hope to get some people back. We're six and two. There's nothing we can complain about. Things are really great. Things are really great, and we have a really good chance of being eight and two coming out of the bye week, which is something I never thought I'd be saying this year. So things, yeah. despite the, the, the tough loss, and some injuries, losing Kadarius Tony, being quiet at the deadline. These were things that that are inevitable. These are things that have to happen. You have to lose some football games. We had to get rid of Kadarius Tony, and we didn't really have enough wiggle room to make make the right move. We didn't want to give up any assets, and I'm not mad about that. We got mm-hmm. a great season ahead of us, chance to make the playoffs. I mean, is there any any last words you got, Riv? I'm 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 very very I'm beyond happy with the Giants' season so far. So am I. Um, let's just keep fighting, honestly. I, I, that's all we literally can do. I think that we just got to uh, everybody stay positive. And let's finish out strong coming out of this bye week. We'll talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to leave you with one bet of the week. I think Josh Allen's going to run all over the Jets. Wow. At wow. the end of this, uh, take alternate spread like 90 yards. <laughs> yeah. he's going to run all over the Jets. I love that. I haven't been fantasy. Right. Peace out, giant up. Peace out, giant up. We love you all.